Good evening. This is All India Radio, and I'm Tanvi Taneja with the news at nine. The headlines: Karnataka Assembly Speaker receives resignation letters resubmitted by ten rebel Congress and JDS MLAs. Says he will take a decision based on genuineness of the letters. Enforcement Directorate attaches Mehul Choksi's properties worth over 24 crore rupees in PNB fraud case. Center prepares 14,000 crore rupee plan to reduce accidents on national highways. Flood situation in Assam remains grim. Army and NDRF teams deployed for rescue work. Indian weightlifters win four gold, two silver, and a bronze in Commonwealth Championships. In Apia, Samoa, and in ICC Cricket World Cup, Australia set a victory target of 224 runs before England in the second semi-final at Birmingham. Karnataka Legislative Assembly Speaker K R Ramesh Kumar received the resignation letters resubmitted by 10 Congress and JDS MLAs today. He said he will take a decision based on the genuineness of the letters and whether they were voluntary in nature. Addressing media persons after receiving the resignation letters, Speaker Ramesh Kumar said he will inform the Supreme Court about the procedure he will follow and submit the video recording of today's proceedings to the court. Making specific mention of the anti-defection law, the speaker said many governments were toppled because a few wanted to become ministers, and this had to be prevented for an era of clean politics. More from our correspondent. The speaker has accepted the resignation letters submitted today are in correct format, but he said that he will think over the procedure that he is going to follow based on the aspiration of the people and the spirit of constitution. His final decision will only be known by the reply that he will submit to the court tomorrow. Now it has to be seen whether the MLAs whose resignation letters are not accepted by the speaker till now will invite the provisions of anti-defection law. Sudhinder, AIR News, Bengaluru. In another development, the Congress and the JDS have issued whip to, the, to its MLAs to be present in the legislative session tomorrow and vote in favor of the finance bill. The notice issued by them says that those who absent themselves or vote against the government will invite the provisions of the anti-defection law. Earlier, the ten rebel Karnataka MLAs who were staying at a Mumbai hotel arrived in Bengaluru on directions of the Supreme Court today. The apex court also directed the speaker to decide on their resignation during the course of the day and intimate the court by tomorrow when it takes up the matter again. The MLAs had moved the apex court, alleging that the Karnataka Assembly speaker was not accepting their resignations. Speaker K R Ramesh Kumar has also moved the Supreme Court, saying that rebel MLA's resignation issue cannot be decided during the course of the day and sought modification of the order. Responding to the plea, the Supreme Court said it has already passed the order, and the Speaker's application will be taken up tomorrow. Karnataka Chief Minister H D Kumaraswamy says he will not resign, despite 18 MLAs withdrawing their support to his government, claiming his government has the numbers. Ten Congress MLAs from Goa today joined the BJP in presence of Party Working President J P Nadda in New Delhi. These Congress MLAs had formally split and merged with the BJP yesterday. Chief Minister of Goa Pramod Savant was also present. A report from our correspondent. 
The addition of 10 MLAs to BJP has increased the party's strength in the Goa Legislative Assembly from 17 to 27 MLAs. It has also consolidated the BJP-led Goa government, which is supported by three legislators, each from Goa Forward Party and Independents. The BJP-led government now enjoys the support of 33 of the 40 MLAs in the House. The Goa Assembly currently has 27 BJP legislators, 5 Congress MLAs, 3 each from Goa Forward Party and Independents, and one each from Nationalist Congress Party and Maharashtra Vadi Gomantak Party. Goa Chief Minister Pramod Savant has welcomed the 10 MLAs. जो पूरे 10 विधायक हमारे यहाँ पे आए हैं, सभी लोग तीन-तीन बार, चार-चार बार जीत के आए हैं। इन लोगों ने बिना कुछ शर्त रखे अपने कॉन्स्टिट्यूशन की डेवलपमेंट और गोवा राज्य के डेवलपमेंट के वास्ते ज्वाइन किया है। साइकल सरकार फ्रॉम गोवा पर आया है। the Supreme Court today sought a fresh status report on the ongoing mediation proceedings in the Ram Janmabhoomi Babri Masjid Ayodhya land dispute case within a week. The court made it clear that if the vexatious issue was not resolved amicably, it would hear the matter on a day-to-day -day basis from the 25th of this month. A five-judge constitution bench headed by Chief Justice of India, Ranjan Gugoy, requested former Apex Court Judge, Justice FMI Kalifullah, chairperson of the three-member mediation panel, to submit the report by 18th of this month. Road Transport and Highways Minister Nitin Gadkari has said that the government has prepared a 14,000 crore rupees project to identify accident black spots and plug gaps on national highways to reduce casualties. In reply to a question in the Lok Sabha today, Mr. Gadkari said, the Finance Ministry has given its in-principle approval to the project. He said, it is a highly sensitive subject for the central government and for the last five years, the government is trying its level best to reduce road accidents. But the success ratio is not satisfactory. He appreciated the work being undertaken by the Tamil Nadu government to reduce road accidents. He said, due to efforts of the Tamil Nadu government, there has been a 15% drop in accidents in the state. The Lok Sabha has taken up discussion on the demand for grounds for the Railways Ministry 2019-20. Initiating the discussion, Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary of Congress said, the railways are in a pathetic condition. He also accused the government of trying to privatise the railways. Sunil Kumar Singh of the BJP said, the NDA government has taken several unprecedented steps to improve the condition of the railways. He said, the NDA government has increased allocation for railways in Jharkhand substantially. Kanimuri of the DMK said, her party will oppose any attempt to privatise the Indian railways. Sudeep Bandupadhyay of the TMC said, the government should give utmost priority to improve the work culture of the railways. Ajay Bhatt of the BJP accused the Congress-led UPA government for not fulfilling the commitments during its 10-year rule. Supriya Sule of the NCP sought an assurance from the Minister of Railways that the railways will not be privatised. The discussion is underway. This is All India Radio giving you the news. For quick news updates, follow us on our Twitter handle at AIR News Alerts. The Enforcement Directorate ED has provisionally attached properties of Mehul Chokse worth over 24 crore rupees in Punjab National Bank fraud case. These include three commercial properties in Dubai, valuables, one Mercedes car and fixed deposit account. In a statement, the ED said it had initiated investigation in money laundering case against Mehul Choksi and others in February last year under Prevention of Money Laundering Act on the basis of FIR registered by CBI. 
Choksi and others have committed the offence of cheating the Punjab National Bank in connivance with certain bank officials. Out of the total proceeds of crime worth over 6,097 crore rupees, the ED has attached and seized properties worth 2,534 crore rupees. The Central Bureau of Investigation, CBI, today conducted searches at five locations in Mumbai and Delhi at the residence of noted lawyer Indira Jaising and offices of Lawyers Collective, an NGO run by her husband, Anand Grover. The agency said certain incriminating documents have been recovered during these searches. Grover was booked by the agency for alleged Foreign Contribution Regulation Act FCRA violations in receiving foreign aid. The agency had filed an FIR against Grover and the NGO on the basis of a complaint from the Ministry of Home Affairs which has alleged several discrepancies in the utilization of foreign aid received by the group. India says it has the capability of taking care of its territorial integrity and sovereignty and there is no need to take seriously the threats on Kashmir by Al-Qaeda chief Ayman al-Zawahiri. External Affairs Ministry spokesperson Ravish Kumar said Al-Qaeda is a UN-prescribed terror organization and their leader is UN-designated terrorist. He said India's security forces are capable and equipped and therefore there is no need to give importance to such threats. On a query, the spokesperson said, India is committed for the expeditious completion of infrastructure projects related to the Kartarpur corridor. As far as the infrastructure work is concerned, the work on two important aspects, on the state-of-the-art passenger terminal and also on the four-lane highway which is going to connect the zero point of the Kartarpur corridor to the national highway, they are ongoing and we are hopeful that the work on these two projects will be completed in time, one by September 2019, the other by October 2019. In Assam, the flood situation is still grim as surging water inundated new areas today. The army has been pressed into rescue works in Chirang district. NDRF and SDRF teams are also deployed to rescue the flood-hit people. Road communication has been badly affected due to floods. Chief Minister Sabranand Sonowal reviewed the flood situation with all deputy commissioners through video conference. He instructed them to set up a 24-7 control room in all districts. Mr. Sonowal also directed the deputy commissioners to deploy medical teams in affected areas. Meghalaya and other neighbouring states have been continuously receiving heavy to very heavy rainfall. During the last 24 hours, Cherapunji in Meghalaya recorded 370 millimetres of rainfall. Our correspondent has more. In Meghalaya, incessant rainfall for the past five days had triggered flash floods and landslides in several places causing damage and crippling normal life. The situation is also grim in the low-lying areas of the West Garo and Khasil districts as many rivers are flowing above the danger mark and people living in low-lying areas have been advised to evacuate. A flood-like situation has emerged in different low-lying areas of the state due to water logging whereas several far-flung villages in the state are cut off from capital Shillong as roads were damaged in the flash flood. Regional Meteorological Department has also issued an alert for heavy rainfall in Meghalaya for the next two days. Samir Verma for AIR News Shillong. In Arunachal Pradesh, incessant torrential rain continue to create havoc across the state. We have a report. 
In Arunachal Pradesh, heavy rain coupled with flash flood and landslide have brought life to stand still in the interior part of the state. In Tawang district, two minor girls have lost their life and three others were injured after a school hostel building collapsed due to mudslides triggered by heavy rain at Lumla to the early morning. Administration has directed the school to shut down till the rain recedes and situation normalized. The water level of the major rivers in the state like Lohit and Siang are rising but are flowing below danger level. Incessant torrential rain have disrupted water supply pipelines, electricity and road connectivity in many places. Rakesh Dole Air News, Itanagar. On to sports news now. In Commonwealth Weightlifting Championships in Apu in Apia, Samoa, Indian lifters continued their impressive show by winning four golds, two silvers and a bronze. Achinta Shueli lifted a total of 305 kgs to win the senior and junior men's 73 kg gold. In the women's 76 kg category, Manpreet Kaur lifted 207 kgs to clinch the yellow medal. Youth Olympics gold medalist Jeremy Lalrununga smashed three records in a power-packed performance but failed to register a clean and jerk lift on day three of the Commonwealth Weightlifting Championships today. In the ICC Cricket World Cup, chasing a victory target of 224 runs set by... Australia, England were 171 for 2 in 25 overs in the second semi-final at Birmingham a short while ago. Earlier, electing to bat first, Australia were all out for 223 in 49 overs. And the benchmark domestic indices today closed with gains of around 0.7%. The Sensex and the Nifty both logged gains amid strong cues from global markets after U.S. Federal Reserve Chairman Jeremy Powell hinted at a rate cut soon. The Sensex at the Bombay Stock Exchange climbed 266 points to end at 38,823. The Nifty at the National Stock Exchange also surged 84 points to settle at 11,583. And now before we end the bulletin, here are the headlines once again. Karnataka Assembly Speaker receives resignation letters resubmitted by 10 rebel Congress and JDS MLAs, says he will take a decision based on the genuineness of the letters. Enforcement Directorate attaches Mehul Choksi's properties worth over 24 crore rupees in PNB fraud case. Centre prepares 14,000 crore rupee plan to reduce accidents on national highways. Flood situation in Assam remains grim. Army and NDRF teams deployed for rescue work. Indian weightlifters win four gold, two silver and a bronze in Commonwealth Championships in Apia, Samoa. And in ICC Cricket World Cup, Australia set a victory target of 224 runs before England in the second semi-final at Birmingham. And that is all in the News at 9. From all of us here, good night. <laughs> 